Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of October 1st, 2023. I am delighted to again be an affiliate for the Wise Skies Digital Astrology Calendar for 2024. You can go to wiseguys.com and use coupon code ABC2024 for a $10 discount off the calendar, which will bring the price down to $29. I absolutely love this calendar and use it myself. What it does, it'll put all of the planetary transits as well as the moon transits on your calendar. So you'll get all of, you can just at a glance see when the moon's changing signs as well as when there's a new moon, first quarter full and last quarter moon. And you also will get the Sabian symbol for each of the moon phases, the new moons. And then you will get the dates for the 27-month lunar gestational cycle where you'll see where the corresponding new full first quarter and last quarter moons are for each phase. And there's guidance. It's really, really a wonderful calendar and I fully support it. So check it out and see if it is right for you. Tiffany has added additional languages this year, including Russian, Spanish, Norwegian, French, so you can get it in your native language. So there's a link in the show notes for the calendar, as well as you can go to my recommendations page at astrologybyceleste.com to check it out. Some astrology in action. We're in the new moon cycle of the new moon in Virgo. And one of the features of this new moon was that the sun and the moon at 21 Virgo were trine Uranus at 22 Taurus. Trines are smooth, easy flows of energy. The sun represents in mundane astrology, the leader, like the president of the United States, and the moon is the people, and Uranus rules strikes. So on the day Mercury went direct on September 15th, it was announced, this is the day after the new moon, that the United Auto Workers were going on strike. So at three different, I believe, three different plants. And President Biden said he supported the workers fighting for their rights, for fairness, for balance, and get what they were promised for making sacrifices during the pandemic. So the president on the side of the strikers is that planetary pattern down here on Earth is reflected up above in the cosmos. A personal story is that I taped the last week's podcast as the sun in Virgo was opposing Neptune and Pisces. And I was letting everybody know, in case they didn't, about my Instagram live programs that I do every week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And 
<laughs> so Neptune is a planet of illusions and delusions. And it's like I promoted this last week and last week I'm out of town. So if you went looking for me last week, you would see that I'm out of town until October 2nd. And so the next time I'm going to be on Instagram Live is Wednesday, October 4th. So it's so in line for me to be promoting something that I do, but was not going to be available with Neptune, you know, under that Neptune haze. Also, I am so appreciative when you share my information with other people. A lot of my clients come in through referrals. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you have time, please rate and review the podcast or just share it with anyone who is interested in astrology. And if you want to give me a social media shout out and tag me at Astrology by Celeste, I love that as well. It so helps me when you share my work. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're on to the show. The theme of this week is divine flow. And there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate the week. The first is that we have two yods in the sky. And yods are also called fingers of God. There's where there's an apex planet at the top of an isosceles triangle where the apex is making a king kunks to two planets at the base of the triangle and those two planets sextile each other. And so king kunkses are energy that's like a buzz. It's an irritation. We have to release and let go of something so that we can move into some kind of new situation. But the sextile makes it a little easier at the bottom. And Venus, the planet of love, beauty, harmony, and relationships is involved. And so is Neptune, the planet of, it's a higher octave of Venus, like a higher love, a a higher consciousness. So the first one is that Venus is back at the tip of the yod that it formed when it went retrograde. So Venus and Leo is at the apex and on one side of the base is Neptune and Pisces and on the other side of the base is Pluto and Capricorn. And the second yod has Neptune at the apex, Neptune and Pisces, And at one side of the base is Venus and Leo, and the other side is Mars and Libra conjunct the south node. So this is why the episode is called Divine Flow. We are in eclipse season. The next eclipse is on October 14th, a solar eclipse in the sign of Libra, the sign of relationships and love. And I really feel like people are going to be falling in love this week. And it's a really wonderful week to consider how you can balance the masculine and the feminine with Venus and its higher octave Neptune being involved and Mars and its higher octave Pluto being involved. Can you get in touch with your masculine and your feminine energies, the yin and the yang? Really do some considering about these two things. What did you learn throughout the Venus retrograde in Leo's cycle that began back in July about how you relate to other people 
Venus is the come hither energy that, you know, is about magnetizing things to yourself versus Mars about taking action to get what you want. So this is a great time to really consider what you learn throughout this cycle. We are getting ready to wrap up this long, intense transit which there were so many stories we've talked about throughout the months about relationships, money, beauty, comfort that have come up through this cycle. And if you are partnered, like, can you find the romance back in your relationship if it is kind of floundered a bit with that Neptune, that spiritual love, can you be compassionate and forgiving of any things about, you know, that annoy you with the relationship and kind of let go of them so that you can move into a new situation of feeling in love and thankful and grateful for the abundance it brings? If you're single, Especially if you have planets at the end of the signs, this could be a week for you to meet someone special. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Mercury, the planet of communication, transportation, and commerce, is going to enter the sign of Libra from Wednesday, October 4th through 21st. So Libra is an air sign. Air communicates, air connects. It gives us the ability when Mercury is in Libra to see both sides of an issue, to be more intellectual with our thought processes. Some shadows can be difficulty making decisions like so busy thinking about if I do X, this will happen. If I do Y, that will happen. That you vacillate back and forth or being hesitant or fickle. Oh, yes, I want this. Oh, no, I don't. Those are some shadows. People with Mercury and Libra can be great advocates or diplomats. It's a sign of the lawyer, someone who is able to create a structured argument for a point. Yeah, a witty banter is common with Mercury in Libra. So I think about the movie when Harry met Sally and all of the, you know, the bannering back and forth that they did the flirtatious energy. So think about that. Notice when you see that with your own conversations or hear other people talking in a very witty way. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that we have a last quarter moon at 13 degrees of Cancer on Friday. The moon is at home in the sign of Cancer. I feel like this is an important moon cycle to do some emotional work before the next eclipse. So what feelings and emotions come up within you about safety and security and what does home mean? What do you call home? Is there a person that's home for you? Can you separate any calm-centered feelings from the urgent, scared ones? and listen to the calm-centered ones. It's a great time for reflection about how you're feeling emotionally. And let's look at the dates for this cycle. So there was a new moon in Cancer where the sun and the moon were both in Cancer at 18 degrees 
on July 9th, 2021. So that's when this cycle started. So what was seed in your life in relation to home, family, foundations, things about your parents, anything about ancestry? Yeah, you can think about that. Also look to where you have 18 cancer in your chart. What was going on in that house? The first quarter moon was April 8th, 2022, when the sun was in Aries and the moon in Cancer. Yeah, so you can think about was there any kind of course correction or was there an event that was related to what was seated nine months before that? The full moon was at 16 Cancer on January 6th of this year where the sun was in Capricorn and the moon in Cancer. So reflecting on responsibilities related to home, family, and foundations, what came up to your attention. And now we have the last quarter moon at 13 degrees of Cancer on October 6th, where the sun is in Libra and the moon is in Cancer. And you can think about how you feel safe and secure in relationship to other people, what things come up about fears, and we can think about belonging and being nurtured and that sort of thing. So we're in Libra season, air likes to communicate. So I would recommend doing some journaling about what you've learned over the last 27 months in relation to cancer themes. It will be interesting to see what stories come up in the United States because the United States sun is at 13 degrees of cancer and Saturn is at 14 degrees of Libra. So the sun will be on the Saturn of the United States, which rules the second house of finances and financial markets and all of that sort of thing. And the third house of communication, short distance transportation, things like railways and subways and bridges and things like that. I am interested to see if anything comes up about the Build Back Better Act, which is the infrastructure bill for the United States. It was signed into law in September of 2021, but it was a lot of discussion in the news about it around the seeding of this cycle. And Saturn rules things like infrastructure. Now, Saturn's in the 10th house of the United States Sibley chart, and the 10th house is the house of the executive function, like the president. So will there be news around this impeachment inquiry that the House of Representatives is doing against Joe Biden or, you know, anything about him running for president again, I mean, the people of the United States are really not enthusiastic about an 80-something-year-old man running for president again. With Pluto and Capricorn, you know, Capricorn rules the elderly people who have these positions of power, Pluto, but a lack of vitality. The drumbeat around that is getting louder and louder. And will he step aside and let someone younger and more vibrant run? We shall see. Also, I think I said September, the Build Back Better bill was signed into law in November of 2021, but was in a lot of discussion in the summer before that. On Sunday, the word of the day is brainstorm. The moon is in Taurus as we start the week. 
On this day, the sun in Libra is conjunct Pallas Athene at eight degrees of Libra. Pallas Athene is the asteroid of strategy and wisdom and pattern recognition. When a planet goes or asteroid or anything goes conjunct the sun, it's in the heart of the sun. It's Kazemi and has the ear of the king. The sun is the king. And Libra is the sign of relationships. So maybe you can get some a rebirth of how you move forward in your relationship and how you move through disagreements with more of a win-win strategy in mind. Now, Mercury, the planet of communication, which is Mercury is at home in Virgo, it can analyze situations well, is King Kung's the North Node, the North Node's in Aries, and they're both at 24 degrees. So can you move away from maybe a previous situation or a way of being or talking to your partner or anyone you're in a one-on-one relationship with that has not been very successful in the past, but you just keep doing. Move away from that way of being, release and let go of it so that you can, you know, move forward in a more positive way. That's something to think about. Mars in Libra, Mars, the planet of conflict in the sign of partnerships, is in a sextile with Juno, the planet of relationships in Leo. They're both at 23 degrees. Sextiles are opportunities. So can you move through conflict? You have an opportunity to move through conflict in a way that's bringing you together with your partner rather than separation. The thing that jumps out at me about this is that the, one of the big stories of the Venus retrograde was Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. They are a celebrity couple. He's a singer. She's an actress. They have two little kids. And it was announced that they were getting divorced a few weeks ago. And there is all this mudslinging going on in the press. And she is now suing him to take the kids back to England, where she's from. He's an American So this really speaks to that, you know, Venus and Leo went retrograde where relationships have issues at the King Kungs of Ayad. So the Pluto and Capricorn kind of using the state Capricorn to exert power with trying to take the kids back to England. And on the other side, Neptune and Pisces, there are accusations of lying and smearing each other in the press. She says... She learned they were getting divorced in the press after they had an epic fight, probably on the day or around the day Venus squared Uranus. That's the big fight that breaks, Uranus breaks things, that breaks the relationship. And so there's been talk about her, that she's a hard partier and all of this kind of stuff. Anyway, it's really ugly. And hopefully they can come to some kind of agreement for the benefit of their kids and find a way that they can find some kind of negotiation so where each person gets something of what they want for the betterment of the children and their own selves and whatnot. So anyway, this is what's coming to me about the aspects of this day. Can you brainstorm through conflict of how you can have some kind of situation that's for the greater good?
On Monday, the word of the day is imagine. Mercury in Virgo is opposite Neptune in Pisces. They're both at 25 degrees. This can be a day for very creative Neptune writing and thinking. Mercury, also just be aware there can be wishful thinking or confusion or forgetfulness. Don't leave your keys behind or put them somewhere that you normally don't put them. Be extra careful about deception on this day. So people may become aware of some kind of deception on the day when the sun was opposite Neptune. I found out that someone was on Facebook, created a fake account using my image and was negotiating with someone about what it would take financially for me to review their astrology book. And it was absolutely wild how they were (laughs) negotiating pretending to be me. So I became aware of this deception. Thankfully, the person was clued in that this didn't sound right and didn't send them any money. Also, I think the day after the transit or the day of Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter account was hacked and was tweeting stuff about how his father was dead and he was running for president and things that were going to be happening to North Korea and all kinds of stuff. So This is another day like that where there will be deception coming to your attention. Like this could be someone looks at their partner's phone and sees a text from another person that, you know, they may be having, could be having an affair with, or there's just the thought that they're having the affair. It could be totally innocent. Now, Venus and Leo is trying the North Node in Aries. They're both at 24 degrees. Someone is going to meet the love of their life just as they're going through their daily life. I think at the post office or the dry cleaners or the grocery store. And they are saying to say something kind of creative and witty and cute. Yeah, with the Mercury opposite Neptune. You're going to be off to the races where you're exchanging numbers. And yeah, here we go. So also on this day, there's going to be a disseminating moon at 24 degrees of Taurus at 11.59 a.m. Pacific time. Disseminating moons are times to share what you know. Yeah, people are going to be feeling expressive. So you may be telling them, they may ask you what you think of this kumquat or what have you, and you give them like your favorite recipe with the kumquat or something like that. So yeah, it could be interesting. Now in the collective, there may be some kind of big catastrophic news because this disseminating moon is conjunct Algol, that fixed star at 26 degrees of Taurus and so activating Uranus. So hopefully there's not some big earthquake or anything, but that may be something that comes to light. Now, the moon enters Gemini at 10.03 p.m. Pacific time. Gemini is an air sign. Air connects. You may get a text when you wake up in the morning from your the person you met at the grocery store that says something really clever, and then you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with each other over text. On Tuesday, the word of the day is passion. Mercury and Virgo is trying Pluto and Capricorn. They're both at 27 degrees. You may have a conversation where they're hanging on every word you say, trying to uncover the deeper meaning. Mercury communicates. Pluto wants to know really what is deeper underneath the surface. You may have like a profound and transformative conversation, or it feels like that. 
because with the Mercury opposite Neptune and trine Pluto, there's like this passionate, imaginative, sexual tension haze, like acquiring minds wants to know what you're thinking. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I love it. Venus and Leo is also King Kong's Neptune. So King Kong's move us into new situations where we have to release and let go of things. So they're both at 25 degrees of their receptive signs, Venus and Leo, Neptune and Pisces. You may spend all day dreaming about this new love and you don't get your tasks done that you meant to do. Like you're considering the passion of your first kiss. You may be lost in a daydream. On Wednesday, the word of the day is reflection. Mars will be conjunct the south node at 24 degrees of Libra. The south node is a drain. Now it's conjunct the fixed star Spica, which is one of the most fortunate fixed stars. People who have Spica, it's at 24 Libra in their chart can be very successful and wealthy and talented and all that kind of stuff. It's also related to weddings and partnerships. You may have a phone conversation where the South Node is a drain. So conversation turns to exes. And so listen carefully to what they're telling you when people tell you who they are, believe them. Yes, definitely. So Judith Hill's a great astrologer who talks about when Mars is conjunct the South Node, you may have problems with men and dogs. So be very careful about, especially if you have anything around 24 Libra with your dog or, you know, potentially if you go to the dog park, there could be some dog fight or something like that, or just an argument with your partner. But hopefully nothing like that comes up. But you know, the past, there can be reflection on past relationships and things like that when the South Node is activated. Mercury will enter the sign of Libra at 5.08 p.m. Pacific time. Thoughts may turn to how we can bring balance and harmony in our lives. So if someone had an argument, maybe they can move to resolution. It could be a very interesting news day. Prince Andrew has his IC, the most private part in your chart, at 22 Libra. So And his nodes... The nodes in the sky are across the north nodes at his midheaven, the south node at his IC, and he's going to be eclipsed. Now, maybe it's just about him losing the house. Prince Charles, I think, took some house away from him. But who knows? Maybe he could get in some legal trouble about his relationship with that Epstein guy. We'll see. On Thursday, the word of the day is adjustment. The moon enters the water sign of cancer at 5.31 a.m. Pacific time. This can be romantic and wistful energy. It's a great time to do something like self-soothing that takes self-care. Drink more water. Bring more water into your life. Do something that helps your stomach. Cancer rules the stomach. Say, Stay calm. Mercury and Libra is King Kong Saturn at one. Pisces, Mercury at one Libra. So you may have to face your fears. Saturn can bring fears about the potential for hurt as you enter this new relationship with the person you met at the dry cleaners. Yeah. And you may have to like do some thought processes about how you can make your dreams. Pisces of reality, Saturn. Juno and Leo is trying the North Node in Aries. They're both at 24 degrees. 
And Mars and Libra is King Kong's Neptune and Pisces at 25 degrees. So there's all this adjusting energy. King Kong says, move us into new situations where we have to release and let go of things. And there's all this relationship energy in the cosmos. And it feels very one-on-one relationships. On Friday, the word of the day is romantic. It's the last quarter moon at 13 Cancer at 6.47 a.m. Pacific time. This is the crisis of consciousness that we experience at the last quarter moon where we integrate what has come before over the last three weeks of the moon cycle. And yeah, Venus and Leo is King Kong's Pluto and Capricorn for the last time. They're both at 27 degrees. I feel like this can be very healing and creative. You're going on your first date with this new person. And yeah, you're going to be moved into a new situation where you're going to have a very passionate, I feel like, relationship that's going to help teach you. It may not last. It may last a lifetime. But for whatever reason, you're meeting this person. It feels karmic. On Saturday, the word of the day is euphoria. The sun in Libra is King Kong's Jupiter and Taurus at 13 of the respective signs. You had an amazing date. He walked you home and then, or she walked you home. And then like you wake up just feeling euphoric with this energy. The moon in Leo enters the sign of Leo at 4.24 p.m. Pacific time. This is joyful fun energy. Maybe you have another date tonight. I don't know. Fixed fire. It's, can you feel the joy and the passion? Yeah. So the next new moon workshop is a solar eclipse workshop on Sunday, October 8th. You can sign up at the link in the show notes or at my website, astrologybyceleste.com to learn more about this really big, important transit. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 